All right. Well, hello, everybody. Um, I am so excited to be able to come back to this great meetup. I've been an elder in our church for the last few years, and I'm honored if they don't meet the last Monday of every month, pretty much. So uh, I really haven't been able to, to come back for quite a while. And I put together these slides about podcasting options with WordPress on a Google slideshow. So if you want to either, if you're very geeky and have a QR code reader and you'd like to scan that, iNigma is my favorite one. It'll take you right to the, this uh, slide deck. Or if you just want to put into your browser or jot down wfryer.me slash wppod for WordPress podcasting, um, it will forward you to this slide deck. And these slides are clickable, so the resources that I'll mention in these, I'll probably click on some of these and jump out to those resources. So uh, to give me a little idea, how many of you have done some podcasting? Well, actually, let's talk about listening. Who listens to podcasts? Anybody listen to podcasts? Yay, okay. So that's way over half. Has anybody uh, been on a podcast? This, anybody else has recorded? You've been a guest. So, all right, cool. What podcast have you all uh, been on? Or maybe it's your own? That was a really, really old kind of like, uh, community tech podcast back when the uh, <coughs> Okay, yeah, back in the, the days of the show. Show the Flow was my recent one I was, I, as a guest. Okay. Hashtag Show the Flow. All right. And what is that, what's that podcast he's, about? Uh, his name is Ryan Wells. He's blowing up. Uh, he's a real estate photographer for real estate uh, realtors. Okay. And we just short story, his story, he was broke two years ago, and now he's making a killing, and he used social media and podcasting and all that to support his business. Okay. There you go. So he has a good story and some evidence to tell the people. How about you? Um, the Dad's Guide to Twins is a podcast that I started listening to because my wife and I had twins. Okay. So I should be on that sometime in the next week or two. Okay. Probably sounded like a crazy person. I haven't heard of <laughs> Well, that's cool. All right. So um, basically... Um, and we'll try to talk, I guess, for 20 minutes or so and then maybe answer some questions. Uh, talk a little bit about why podcasting. Why would you even want to think about it? A little bit about workflow. I'll mention a couple apps because actually it's far easier to not <laughs> podcast with WordPress. Um, but there's benefits to podcasting with WordPress as far as controlling your files and having, you know, more, um, more, uh, meticulous, uh, control over how things look and are presented. And it's important, like, I've used podcasting apps like Cinch and other things, Posturous, you know, that go by the wayside. So having your content on someone else's site can be a great thing. You just click and it goes. But if their site goes away or they change their terms or whatever, it, I, with my main podcast, I, I am continuing to do WordPress and, and part of that is because I want the content to live on and I want to control that and not, you know, be at the sort of, uh, not be beholden to whether a, a company is going to go out of business or not. Um, we'll talk a little bit about recording, um, hosting options, and then we'll talk about three different plugins for WordPress that I've kind of migrated to over time. So why podcasting? I love listening to podcasts. My favorite podcast receiver or podcatcher is called Pocket Cast. And I think that's, yeah, it is awesome. So, if, like, if you click on that link, that'll pop you out to Shifty Jelly. They're a Australian-based company, and um, I don't like the built-in Apple podcast ca- um, podcatcher. Um, this one works on Android as well as Mac. Um, I love how it synchronizes and backs up my podcast because it would be a real bummer if I, like, lost all of those. So uh, I, I subscribe to about 70 now podcasts. 
But uh, I definitely do not listen to all of those. But it's amazing. I've had a, a 30-minute commute for the last four years. And so I listen to the radio and I listen to music. Sometimes I actually turn off, you know, everything. But a lot of times I'm listening to something. And so Audible, you know, is great for ebooks. But it's just like whenever I want to learn something, I can just, you know, open my podcatcher and what do I want to learn? And so I put a couple links to some that might be of interest to you. Uh, WordPress Weekly is a great WordPress podcast. I think I might have learned about that actually here. Um, and I, I tune in. They had a recent episode um, with uh, iThemes founder um, Corey Miller, which was that was really interesting. Actually, it was about tackling mental health, and he gave a talk at a WordCamp about that. Um, but you know that. Denver. Yeah, was that where that was? Were you there? Yeah. Oh wow. So we'll, we'll capture and download some of for you. Yeah. So what it does is uh, you um, subscribe and you can search. They've got probably most of these podcasts in their directory, so you could just search for WordPress Weekly, subscribe, but then you can just decide which episodes you want, and then tap, 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 and they'll just download those episodes. And you can also set it up so that like it'll always download the newest episode, or it'll keep the latest three and trash the older ones and things like that. I have mindset where it doesn't download automatically because I have too many, and I don't want them to automatically download. But it, it's a pod catcher, and so um, and, and podcasting, I guess, kind of came in vogue in like maybe 2006 or something. I think that's when Apple added podcasting to iTunes. But it's not just an Apple thing, although a lot of people have associated it that way. But you can use different tools, and you can just listen on the web too. You can just push play and listen on the web. But having it on your mobile device, being able to download it when you're connected. And, and then listen to that whole podcast is really the, the magic and power for podcasting. So um, I just actually subscribed to this one. Um, I'll mention Libsyn, which is a commercial host for just the podcast files because it can be beneficial to have your podcast files, the audio, usually MP3 files, in a different place than your WordPress site. And so Libsyn has this podcast called The Feed, um, and I was just listening to that. And then just on the tech side, probably have lots of tech geeks here, um, I've been listening to this one called The Committed, which is uh, three three different guys. One's in the U.K. and two are on the uh, West Coast and the, in, in the Northwest. And then definitely one of my all-time favorites. And that, that one is... It's not showing up as a web page, but NPR has a tech podcast, which they used to basically put together some of the best um, you know, clips of the week in a 20 or so minute podcast. Now they do all of them separately, and so they're just like three or five minutes long. Um, but what you just saw when I clicked on that um, is called the feed. And so to truly be a podcast... In addition to having these files that are linked on the web, there has to be a text document like this, which we're actually seeing the HTML code, and that is the magical code that allows podcatchers to work. And so this is transparent to 99% of everyone who's podcasting. It's really rare that I even see something like that pop up. Um, and, and there are tools. The one that I use is free. It's called FeedBurner that makes your feed browser-friendly, and that means that when somebody clicks on it, they don't see code. They see something friendly that says, hey, to subscribe, you know, 
use a podcatcher, you know, subscribe with iTunes, etc. So for those of you that like podcasting, anybody want to uh, throw out why, why podcasting is great or why you like podcasts? Hmm? Well, because you can listen to it while you're doing other things. Mm-hmm. So the nice thing is that you... Um, some of it educational, you know, there's mm-hmm. a bunch on WordPress, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so you can find out things while you're doing busy work. Yeah. Well, how is that different than just listening to the site or something? So it's it's on your device. That's kind of the biggest yeah. power of it. You could be mowing, can you could be mowing the yard. You could be walking around your neighborhood. Um, unlike a radio that's going to be you know live, you can hit pause, rewind. Um, and and I didn't mention this. I love the fact there's really no rules as far as time limits because traditional radio, you know, hey, we got to go to an ad. Hey, we got to stop. Hey, we're up of time. You know, people make their own rules as far as their podcast, and a lot of times it is good. I mean, people don't want to listen to a two-hour podcast, but Twit is like an hour and a half, and it's the, this week in tech. But uh, a lot, you know, a lot of podcasts um, will. Will be shorter, but you don't have to. It's just up to you. And I really like oral history interviews, and and this is niche stuff, right? And if you really want to learn about this, you you may want them to talk for an hour, and you'll listen. Morgan, I grew up listening to serial radio, so I would listen to Dragnet on Sunday nights, and I would listen to uh, well, I go back and listen to some of the old Doctor Who radio specials. So when like NPR came out with serial. A weekly podcast telling a story and going through. I I enjoy that's kind of a, a alternate ebook for me or, or audiobook. It's it's entertainment. Um, some of the other stuff I listen to for tech. I want to be able to do it as I'm listening to them talk about it. So I can. It's basically having guys who know what they're talking about and interviewing gals who are a lot better at stuff than me. And when they say something, I can pause it, look at it right then on my computer, and figure out how it works, and then go back and listen to some more. Yeah. I mean, the thing that was so exciting to me the first time with podcasting was, it's like having your own radio studio. It's not live radio, and you don't have the same kind of reach, but in some ways it's even more powerful because it's global. People are like all big on iTunes radio, Beats Radio, Beats Radio. I haven't even heard it for real, but... It's this global station that people are excited about. But, you know, podcasting is niche. You know, if you're interested in it, you want to learn that. It's just, I love it. And I, I really wish that, I, I would love to share it with more folks. I'm excited to get to talk about it tonight because I think it's underutilized. And if you want to learn about something, there's a lot of ways to do it. YouTube is probably the number one way now. Most people are using the web to learn new things. But podcasts also have other benefits, especially as far as taking it with you. And so, I don't know, th- things go in, in trends. We had lots of comments on blogs before Twitter and social media. Now there's not as many comments there, but there's comments on social media. There was less excitement about podcasting as YouTube, you know, gained popularity. But um, I think podcasting is kind of having a renaissance. And you can actually have anything as the enclosure. You can podcast PDF files. You can podcast... PowerPoints, but generally MP3s are what what you podcast. So you have a workflow that begins probably even before recording with planning, right? And then eventually after link is listening, okay? So there's there's even more to this process than what I'm showing here. But um, 
after you have a plan, and, 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 just, and maybe you don't, maybe you're just going to start recording. In fact, I'm recording tonight because a friend of mine in Enid who's a librarian couldn't come and somebody else had contacted me, so I said, hey, I'll just record this. Um, so recording is, is kind of the beginning of production. You have pre-production and then production. And then you'll probably edit it. Um, I have the icon for Audacity because Audacity is a free open source audio program working on Windows or Mac that allows you to edit, have multi-tracks, trim off the front, you know, make a fade so that the, you're going to have this audio bumper that's going to fade in. In fact, I probably should have done that. I'm sure I should have, you know, played some example podcast. I don't think I'm going to do that. Um, but, but anyway, you're going to edit it to get it like you want it. And then you're going to export it. Now, actually, that, that's a whole topic there as far as compression, and I'll talk a little bit about it. MP3 is, um, some, I was just hearing the Libsyn podcast talk about the difference between Fraunhofer and the uh, lame encoder. There's different technologies that encode, but basically you, you want to make it smaller because if it's uncompressed, it's huge. You don't want a wave or an AIFF, an uncompressed file. So you're going to do something to compress it. Then you're going to put it out in the cloud. You're going to upload it somewhere, and that could be to Libsyn. I use Amazon S3 as my host for my podcast files now, but I used to just use my web host, the same place that I had my, my WordPress. And then you're going to have a link that you put on your WordPress site, and then somehow, which could be the WordPress plugin, this RSS feed gets created. All right, The RSS feed is what... Probably a lot of your listeners are going to use iTunes takes that RSS feed and makes it so that people can just click. Apple has made this relatively easy, just like with buying books and buying apps and stuff. Tap, you know, I'm subscribed. Now I can tap and download. And so this process of workflow, when you're a listener, this is invisible to you. All you see is new episode, tap, download it, listen to it. But when you're creating the podcast, there's a workflow that you go through with your audio file and then getting it on the web, which is fairly complicated. And that's one of the reasons why apps have simplified this, and I'll talk about that a little bit. You can also do extra things, too. And so I'll mention this. This is one of the best discoveries I made a couple years ago, um, and I'll click on it. This is a website I use called Alphonic. They're based out of Germany. They have a couple WordPress plugins that I'll talk about tonight. And they have a normalizer, which will normalize your podcast audio, and you get so much for free, and then you can pay for more. I used to use, and I didn't put this in here because it's not supported any, anymore, a piece of software called the Levelator. And there's a website, I don't think it's still updated, it's called the Conversations Network. Yeah, it's on Internet Archive now because it's, oh, okay, because they discontinued it in 2012. When you record audio... And not just, you know, capturing it right from the podium. A lot of times there's differences in levels. And so it'll be quiet over here. Or if I got really quiet like this. What you want with the podcast is standard normalized audio so that the, you don't have, when you look at the waveforms, there's not some that are really big, small and some that are really big. You want it to be leveled. So the levelator is still out there depending upon the software you have. It runs on Windows and Mac. You take a WAV file, drop it on there, and then it, it processes it and, it's, and it spits out a leveled file. Um, what I'm using now is Alphonic, 
And so it just, it creates a higher production quality. So when you're beginning with podcasting, you may not mess with that. But as I've listened to more podcasts and just work with it, I'm like, I want this to sound better. And there's always something else you can do with new microphones or, you know, new, new tweaks to make it sound better. The other thing at the end that you might do is, um, update your RSS feed. And I, I have been using a program, uh, for years, oops, called, uh, feed, feed for all. And so it's an RSS feed creation tool and it makes that text file separately. You can also have WordPress do that for, for you and just be simpler. So this can be a complicated process, but it's totally worth it. And there are also easier ways to kind of get started. How many have used Audacity before? So if you haven't, download it. It's free. It runs on Mac. It runs on Windows. Um, you have a couple basic tools. You, the iBar you use to make selections. You, you Just like a word processor, you highlight to select stuff. You can push play. You can press the delete key. And, uh, you know, you can, you can trim and edit your audio. Um, you can also move things. This timeline tool lets you time shift where things are. And um, this, uh, called the envelope tool, lets you um, basically do fades. And so, you know, you can have music fade in and fade out. And one of the things people will do in podcasts, just like NPR or other radio shows, is they'll have bumpers. So they'll have a sound bumper that will be an introduction and maybe a transition in between segments. And then at the end, they'll have a copyright bumper or, you know, that kind of thing. So, anyway, I've I've... You know, I don't know how many hundreds of podcasts I've probably made, probably in the neighborhood of six or seven hundred, and almost all of them I've made with Audacity. I've used GarageBand and other things too, but this is my favorite tool. So a couple uh, little comments about this. As you are exporting your podcast, you have to decide your quality. And, and I am probably in the minority right now. I export my podcast at 32 kilobits per second. Um, Libsyn was just recommending in their latest podcast 64 kilobits per second. Who listens to Spotify or to Apple or, or uh, uh, what is that? It's Apple Music, right? The new streaming. Okay. So there's these different compression rates and bit rates and, you know, people, you, this is where you'll hear about this because some of them will say, well, Spotify is only, you know, such and such quality. Uh, music, a lot of people will say, you know, MP3 audio at 128 kilobits sounds pretty crummy. Um, but it, it'll sound better as an AAC file. It'll sound better as a higher kilobit. That's just larger file. So I started podcasting back in 2005, and I, I wanted to make my file small. You know, Internet speeds, we have LTE on in urban areas. you got really fast connection on your phone. But a lot of people, I mean, there's a lot of people in the world that don't have fast connection. So anyway, I think you, you, you want to be mindful of that. And I would not recommend exporting higher than 64 kilobit per second. I think at one time, Audible, the spoken word, Audible was usually at at a 16 kilobit or 32 kilobit. As you compress it, you can actually distort it. And so that's why you want to use a good encoder. Lame is the name of the encoder that you can export with Audacity. And you have to download it separately, and that's probably the most complicated part of getting all this to work on your computer is, is installing Lame. But there's instructions of how to do this. You can also use iTunes. And so there's um, Fraunhofer is this other compression that Apple pays for, and you will get a higher quality 
at a, at a, at a comparable kilobit exported file if you use iTunes instead of using Audacity. Okay, let's talk about an easier way to do this. My wife teaches third and fourth grade at Positive Tomorrow's downtown Oklahoma City. It's a school for homeless children, and they have iPads for everyone. They're iPad one-to-one, and she wants to start a radio show, a podcast, for her class this year. I have not recommended WordPress for her, okay? What I've recommended is Opinion, and their website is opinionpodcasting.com. You can do 10 minutes per episode, unlimited episodes. If you want more than 10 minutes, you pay $4. They host it for you. So all that stuff I just showed you, just forget that. Because you just download this app, you click record, you can actually trim it and do some basic editing inside the app, but then when you publish... It just, it's there. You have a link, you can tweet it, you can post it on a website, email it, and that's my favorite podcasting app. And I'll do a shout out to Joe Dale, who is uh, on the Isle of Wight in the UK, and because of Twitter and we're into this kind of stuff, he told me about that several months ago, and I've been playing with that. The other one I've used and I like a lot is called Spreaker, and Spreaker gives you um, 30 minutes per episode, but you can only host 10 hours for free. That's actually quite a bit if you're doing shorter shows. And then you can pay, you know, different amounts. So if you're going to get started, I recommend with, with podcasting or what I would call radio shows, I would recommend starting with those apps. But there are benefits to, to going with WordPress. Also in this, I'll mention the StoryCorps, pardon me, StoryCorps app. This is really new, and if you're going to do any kind of oral history, it's fantastic. You can, you know, pick your questions and set this all up, and and you record the app and share it, you know, up to the StoryCorps website. I think with a picture. So apps can really streamline not only the catching and the listening to podcasts, but also the producing. I inserted this slide actually when Lynn mentioned Google Hangout. How many of you have watched a Google Hangout uh, before? Okay, has anybody done one before? So Google now has a way to have video conferencing for free with up to 10 people in the same call. And if you schedule this as a Hangout on air, it can be recorded for free to YouTube. So one of the websites that I maintain is the STEM Seeds website, and I'll click out here. And this is a website for um, STEM teachers. I've taught science, technology, and engineering and math the last two years in Yukon. And so we set up this website as a place to share ideas for teachers about STEM lessons. And so when we have these shows, we do it live as a Google Hangout. And so you can play the entire video, but then I download that, and I put it as an MP3 that you can play and listen to. And I'm not. Well, hello everyone. It is Saturday, April the fourth, two thousand and fifteen. So that's the audio version of the video. Underneath here, I have links to um, how I did that. There, there's different ways to download YouTube videos. The save from from.net is the one I've been using to download it. Yay! We're on Stem Seeds Live. And then I'll anyway. We won't play the whole thing. But um, that is now becoming more frequent because you can have a live audience that can tune in for your show. You know, you say, I do this on Wednesday nights, and da-da-da, or we, we have had an irregular schedule for this one. We usually have done Saturday mornings or snow days. But anyway, that's a different recording because it's recorded to YouTube. But then you can download that and extract the audio and still make it available for people as an audio download. Or if they just want to watch the video, they can do that as well. So, recording recommendations. I think, is it okay if I go to 815? I think it's 
go to 8.30. We go to 8.30. Okay. 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 So we have plenty of time. All right. Um, I'll leave, try to leave some time for questions. Um, I'm recording right now with a free app called iTalk Recorder. And so part of the, you know, when you get used to a tool, you just kind of use it a lot. There's probably better apps, but this one, to transfer it from my phone to my computer so I can edit it, I have to have a little app that I download, um, and I have to be on a Wi-Fi network that will let me transfer. But I just started using this years ago, and it's free, and it's unlimited. There's not a limit to it. And so it, it records an uncompressed, um, I think, wave version. And so that's what I primarily use. Let me give me that blue bag. You know, I'd love to, to know about other apps that people are using that have that kind of flexibility. This one is basically... I, the, the free version, you really can't even email out, and so I, I just end up transferring it. Hey, get the paid version, you can actually send it straight to Dropbox, SoundCloud, and a couple other Okay, stories. good. So save, you just say upload it. Oh, upload. nice. Well, good. Maybe, I, maybe I'll, I'll fork out the five bucks or three bucks or whatever, okay. whatever it is. You know, it's not that big of a deal. The other thing I really recommend is a digital audio recorder that's battery operated. Um, I turn my iPhone on airplane mode. Because I've been interrupted before recording something. And so keep that in mind. If you record a podcast with your smartphone, good idea to turn it on airplane mode so you don't get a text message or a call. And, uh, but you know, you gotta have that charge. And what I'm, I think I charge, so I'm, I'm good. But sometimes at this time of day, my phone gets, gets kinda low. So, battery operated, double A batteries. This will run for hundreds of hours. It's like 50 bucks. And I love these kinds of recorders. And they work amazingly well in meetings and stuff like that. You know, set it on the desk and be able to record. Just make sure you let people know you're recording and, you know, what you intend to do with that. Um, but those are, are my two favorite ways right now besides like a Google Hangout to record. So let's talk about hosting options a little bit. How many of you have changed web hosts at some point in your life? Okay. Anybody had a great experience doing that? <laughs> it's very painful. I mean, it can be. I have a friend right now who... Yeah, it's, it's, it, I'm helping him, you know, move his stuff. So I think I've transitioned uh, at, at least three times, maybe four times. Site 5 is my current web host. When I, I, I help, did some content blogging for iThemes a, a few years ago, and, and that was one that they were recommending at that time. I've been real happy with them. I have a, a, v, a VPS, a virtual private server, and I pay like about 100 bucks a month for um, but it, I've, I've been real happy with it. But in the process of doing that, of moving, I don't think I, uh, well, I'll, I ended up needing to move my files somewhere else. With my pre, with, with earlier hosts, I put my podcasts on my, like, just like with images, I put them on my web host. They run the same, the same spot. It can be beneficial though to put it somewhere else. If you get a popular podcast, and I've always aspired to have a popular podcast, um, you know, it can be a lot of downloads. And in fact, I'll show you my Amazon S3 <laughs> statistics as far as how many gigabytes a month are being downloaded. And so, you know, it, it just depends. But Libsyn is a customized file host that you pay for, but depending upon, you know, how much you want to publish and stuff, it can be very reasonable. Podomatic is another one that I know a lot of educators that have a podcast, they go with Podomatic. I am using Amazon S3, and I will explain to you in just a second uh, why. Um, so depending upon what plugin you use and how you have it set up, you may or may not 
have a really good picture of how many people are downloading your podcast. Um, one of the options I'm going to talk about is the blue, I guess you pronounce it blueberry. It's not spelled with an E, but the, the blueberry plugin, and I use this, and it shows you um, how many downloads that you've had and, you know, the total and then for the month and, and statistics and stuff like that. This is on a, um, a Christian uh, blog that I have called Eyes Right, and I did a sermon at my church a couple weeks ago, and I just recorded it. So if anybody wanted to listen to it, it it's up there. Not many people are interested, but that's that's okay, right? It doesn't cost me really anything extra or just fractions of a penny to uh, share something like that as far as, since I already have my WordPress set side up, my WordPress stuff set up. So metrics is actually something I've kind of let go of. That One of the reasons I had to move hosts, this was... I don't know, back in 2009 or, or eight or something is, my web host emailed me and said, hey, you have to start paying, we were always paying like $30 a year, and they said, you have to start paying us $100 a month because you've got too many MySQL requests. And I'm like, what is that? And that was, that was database requests. Um, and part of what was happening was I used a, work, uh, a podcasting plugin called PodPress, that was measuring every time somebody would click. And so I could see, oh, wow, like I actually had some podcasts that 5,000 people had downloaded. But that was putting a lot of load and stress on my server. So um, I don't really know exactly how many people are downloading different podcasts because this isn't the main tool that I use on my main podcast. But I'm just kind of okay with that. I've let that go because uh, it's been better to not not have this server load stress um, with some of these other kinds of plugins. And some of this stuff got more complicated than I wanted it to be. So, bad experiences. I used a plugin called PodPress, and eventually that just really stressed my server um, and, you know, caused me to have to leave my web host, and, and there was just a lot of angst in doing that. Um, WP Engine is one of the hosts that I transitioned to at one time, and uh, I was happy with a lot of what they did. I, I actually paid them to clean up my database and to do some very technical things that had needed to be done. Uh, but the way their plan worked, if my podcast and my blog got more popular and there were more hits, they were going to charge me a lot more money, like $500 a month or just way more than I had the money to pay. But in the process of that, in order to switch to them, I had to move all of my podcasts off of my host and somewhere else. And that's when I decided to, to do Amazon S3. Um, so, anyway, uh, this is why I use Amazon S3. There's my bill for last month, $2.79. And this was for, uh, did I put it on there? Yeah, this was for 33 gigs of transfer for the month of June. Um, so that's a fair bit of podcasts. I, I think I'm, I don't know, I, I may be technically unlimited as far as how many, I think there's a limit for my web host of, of how much transfer they're going to allow. But Amazon has a host of different web services. S3 is one of the, the services, and you, you create what's called a bucket, and then you put files there, and then you can point your, your podcast, um, you know, link that you're making on your site there and it, and it plays. So that's where I host my stuff. Um, consider Libsyn. And you can also just put it on your own web host. Uh, but uh, there's, there are some benefits to having, having your content on a, separate, um, on a separate web server. 
So let's talk about WordPress plugins, because that's what we're really supposed to be here to talk about the most, is WordPress. Uh, the Podlove player is the player that I use on my primary blog. And so um, I have a link to it. It's created by the same German team that uh, has the Alphonic normalizer. And I love, number one, of course, that this is an updated plugin. They're doing security patches to it. This is important. If you're going to install a plugin, and, and plugins add functionality, their ex extensibility means more, you know, capability. That's a great thing about WordPress, just like Lynn was talking about Jetpack. There's all these extra features that you can add, and so this is an example of a plugin that you can that you can load. You don't want to get one that hasn't been updated in like two years. You, because security-wise, that makes you vulnerable. So the fact that this Podlove project is active, they are updating it, that's very good for security. Who's been hacked, by the way, with their, their uh, WordPress? Has anybody else been hacked? I've been hacked. It's not a pretty thing. Um, you want to have backups and all that stuff, and you know, because it, it can happen, especially if you don't run those regular security updates and keep everything up to date. That's what happened to me. I didn't keep stuff up to date on a site I'd kind of forgotten about. And then I looked at it and said, yeah, Turkish, you know, people, Turkish bloggers that hate the Israelis have taken over my site and, you know, put <laughs> icons on. And I had to actually have somebody help me clean it up. So this is an active project. And they're trying to really promote a renaissance of podcasting. Do things like make... Um, uh, Sort of anchors so that you, I'm trying to think of timestamps, you know, so that when you have a show and you've got a lineup of different things, ooh, I want to hear about your third topic. You know, they're, they're working on trying to do that so that we have more, more features and functions, uh, within podcasts. So, this is my main website, speedofcreativity.org. I'm going to go ahead and, and just click out to it. And I post a lot of things on here that are not podcasts, but every once in a while I will post a podcast. And so here's one of my podcasts, and I'll go ahead and click on it so you can see it. And basically, this is a standard WordPress post with a title. I've got tags that I put on here. This is body text. But right here, I have an embedded player. One of the things that's happened with the web in the last years is that, you know, Flash is dying. And we don't want Flash on your site, and you don't, you know, want plugins that use Flash. And I had one time, like with PodPress, I think, that used Flash, um, which I just was hearing is a wrapper that goes around, you know, something that's inside. So PodLove is, is what's allowing me to, to do this. And what I'm going to do is click on, well, so th here's the podcast. All right, I can. It's July 11, 2015. You're moving at the speed of creativity with Oklahoma teachers taking a story chase chasers workshop about student news. So there's a little intro, and here's the little music bumper that my son made when he was like six. I used the GarageBand, and I've just used it ever since. Today we're going to be talking about the, the lineup intro, and then you go into the different parts. And then there's show notes, okay? So this, a typical podcast will have that kind of thing, and then you'll have a, a subscribe link, you know, subscribe to it. And I actually probably need to put my iTunes link. Um, once you have a podcast, you can submit it to iTunes so that it can show up. So because I use FeedBurner, you don't see text when you click on the link. You see this page that has the different episodes, tells you about different ways you can subscribe. And if you just would Google Speed of Creativity Podcast iTunes, 
um, you know, it's listed in the iTunes directory. So you can find that on Apple TV or, you know, within the iTunes uh, pro- program on your mobile device or um, on your laptop or desktop. So that's the podcast. Now, with WordPress, what we're looking at now is the public page that everybody gets to see. Because this is my site and I'm already logged in, at the top I have these buttons to create a new post or page or edit the post. So I'm going to edit the post to show you what this looks like um, as a, um, well, when you're in the dashboard, okay? So now we're in the dashboard of WordPress looking at the stuff only people who have rights to to see it can see. And I, there's Jetpack. You know, I've installed Jetpack, and there's all these different things on the side. So there's the title of my post. And then we were talking about sh- uh, short codes. One of the things that, and I'll zoom in so you can see this a little better, one of the things that Podlove does is it has a special short code. And so its short code is Podlove Audio, and then the SRC... What does that stand for? Source. source reference? Just source. Good. Good job. See, we've got some really good geeky people that know a lot more about coding than I do. Um, so just like an image source would be IMG SR, uh, space SRC equals, this is saying the Podlove source is blank. And that's pointing to what? Amazon S3. Okay, so that's where I have that hosted on Amazon. That's the name of my bucket. Um, it has to be unique. And then I have a couple other things, like the duration and the title. And then I also have something called the poster, and that's the little icon that shows up there. So this is one of the easiest ways to um, put a podcast player on your WordPress site. You install the, the Podlove plugin. So you'd go over to Plugins. You'd say Add New, and you're going to um, search for Podlove. So you come up to, to Search, and you'll say Podlove. There's several different plugins. Um, the one that I'm using right now, and I already have it installed, is this Podlove Web Player. Um, the one I'll talk about next is the Podlove Podcast Publisher. So you, with this, you you have to get the direct link, <coughs> pardon me, to your podcast. But it just allows you to have a nice. Um, HTML5 friendly, meaning it's, it's July 11, 2015, Story Chasers Club. Meaning it's going to work on mobile devices. It's going to work in multiple browsers. It's going to be nice and friendly. And when you're playing it too, this is kind of cool. Uh, you can you can uh, fast forward. I think does that do 30 second? Yeah, it it has you know a thing to skip a little bit. And then if you click on the share link, you know it gives you a direct link and the Twitter and stuff. So. You know, there's some features here to the player. So that is what the Podlove player looks like and what it does for you. Okay? Let's talk a little bit about Blueberry next. I would recommend if you want some metrics on your podcast and you're getting started and you want to do this WordPress, I really like uh, Blueberry and I've used this on, on um, some of my, my sites and podcasts that aren't as heavily trafficked. Um, so again, it is free. In order to find out if something's being updated, look at the look over here at when you look at the the plugin. When was it last updated? That was last updated on May the seventh, two thousand fifteen. What are the ratings? How many active installs does it have? You know, those things are are really old, and there's not very many people using it uh, because you do you take a risk. 
the folks at Automatic, and you guys could speak to this more, but there is some vetting, right? I mean, there's some stuff that gets taken down and whatever as far as plugins. I don't know exactly how that works, but my perception is there's some kind of gatekeeping, right? To be listed there, I don't know. It's it's not like the Apple Store, but if there's known malware or whatever, I mean, some stuff gets taken down. I don't know. Um, you don't have to go on the record for that. Okay. You okay? So what, the point I want to make is you take a risk. Whenever you install something new on your site, right? You're trusting that developer that it's not got a hidden malware that's going to grab people's, you know, information or whatever. So, um, you know, it's it's great to install other kinds of software, but we need to be careful. And that's why I mentioned check the date, make sure it's updated, look at the ratings. And a lot of times, I'll read other reviews of, of what other people have written. So this is the my. My Christian blog is Eyes Right, and it's not because I'm embarrassed to share this. It's just that I realized if I was posting stuff about my faith over on my main blog, I might not want to post as much because people aren't really subscribing to my main blog to hear this. They want to hear more technology and and uh, you know digital literacy and media and stuff like that. So I have this set up as a podcast. Um, and this is set up with Blueberry. And so what I'm going to do now is I clicked on this post, this podcast that I just published last weekend. I'm going to click Edit Post, and you're going to see how this looks a little bit different uh, because it uses the Blueberry plugin. There's still a title. There's still text. But here you have a different short code, which is simply open bracket, power press, close bracket. And that short code... Combined below, and I'm going to tap modify existing episode. Combined with this stuff that I put in here is what makes the podcast work. Okay, so there is a link, a direct link to. So that's also your player. Yes, yes. This is a direct link to the media file. Now that could be on my WordPress site. Just like I upload an image, you can upload other media, and you can put your your MP3 podcasts there. But it has to be a a direct link that goes to it. And you can click verify; it will auto detect the size in bytes, and then also the duration for you. And they have a hosting service, but I don't use their hosting service. But that's really nice because I I don't have to manually put that in. With my other one, I kind of manually figure that out uh, and put that into my feed. This also is creating the feed for me. And so when I, you know, when I publish this, I'll click back. Um, this is, this is what it looks like. It's got a player here. We can click. I didn't do any kind of introduction on this. I just put it up there. Um, it's got a audio level so we, they, they can adjust the volume level here. Uh, it says play in new window or download. If, if they'd like to just click that, it'll just download it, you know, right to, right to their computer. So those are the options that the Blueberry podcast uh, plugin gives. Now there's more. Here's like a Ginsu knife, but there's more. You get more. Um, the other things that you're going to get, if I go to my dashboard, is we're going to get some metrics. So I'm clicking on dashboard, and one of the widgets here are my statistics. Okay, so I've had 112 downloads and 74 unique, and in July I've had, you know, 10 from 9 unique hosts and 1 repeat. So there's a little bit of statistics that, that I'm getting there. That's only on the uh, actual podcast. Mm-hmm, right. And it'll... That's not views on the web page. That's just the, the podcast statistics. 
Um, the main way, I mentioned FeedBurner, and you can, you can use FeedBurner from Google to get statistics. The main way I kind of track this is um, my podcasts, it, it tells me a little bit as far as how many people are actively subscribed and has some graphs and stuff like that. But there's other ways for people to subscribe, and not everybody subscribes with the FeedBurner version. And so, anyway, I kind of let a lot of that go. But it's sort of interesting and nice. What you know, who's downloading my podcast? You know, get that kind of information. Now, what about on individual podcasts? So, if I go here, um, I can click on new statistics interface, and yeah, so I'm glad you glad you mentioned that. So I can look at individual ones. So like that sermon that I just published has been a total of 32 and 20 unique. We don't know who's listened to the whole thing. You know, YouTube has really good statistics of how long has somebody watched your video and that kind of stuff to analyze what you're doing. This is a little more raw, just like 32 people clicked it. You don't know whether they listened to it or not. But it does, you can drill down to see individual episodes as well as seeing all of them. Okay. So um, with Blueberry, it's called PowerPress. You go into settings, and you're going to define uh, basic settings. So, um, you know, it, it'll submit stuff to iTunes for you. You can turn on their statistics, which I just have their free version. You can also pay to host and stuff like that. And you can set some stuff up with your feed. So I have this create the feed for me. And so that means that when people want to subscribe, um, I don't. It, it's making that process a little bit easier. Okay. Uh, by the way, does anybody know what plugin I'm using for Chrome here? This changed my life this summer. I'm using Tab Suspender, and one of the things that happens with Chrome and all your browsers is the more tabs you have open, the more memory it takes. And so Tab Suspender just automatically suspends tabs that haven't been active for a while, and it totally speeds stuff up. So I, I love that, and I use that in Chrome a lot. Because I, I haven't come back to this for a while, so it just suspended that tab. Okay. That might be the best tip you got tonight. Um, <laughs> last one is Podlove Publisher. So this is the full-blown Podlove WordPress solution, and it is free. All of these plugins I've mentioned are free. However, there are some additional features you could pay for, like with, with the Blueberry PowerPress, you could pay for them to host or pay for advanced statistics or whatever. But using, I'm not paying for any, any of that with these plugins. Um, and I have a website called Fuel for Educational Change Agents, which I could say is lightly edited or not edited audio uh, for teachers. And so it's audio.speedofcreativity.org. And I haven't posted on this in a while, um, but uh, I was in Wyoming the first weekend in May, and we had a session on why become a connected educator, and I asked, hey, can I record this? And so <clears throat> this is, again, what it looks like in the public version. So title, there's the... Um, description. I actually put a picture. And then here's the podcast player, but it's a, a little bit different. We could have multiple versions here. We could have the video version to download. We could have the, the 32 kilobit version and the 64 kilobit version. And, you know, I just have one MP3 version. Tells you how big those are. Um, and uh, that's the player. So to, to download, it looks like I've got something's weird. I shouldn't have that, this code stuff underneath here. So I may. May need to go in here and do something. Let me edit the episode and show you what this looks like. It's going to be similar to Blueberry. So <clears throat> we've got the title, we've got the text. There's a picture, and then um, 
Below it, I've got this, all this stuff for podcast episode. The title, I don't have a subtitle or a summary. I have the file slug. And so the way that this works is you, you set up, and I'll go to this in a second, the directory where you're going to upload your MP3 files. And then you tell it what's the name of this episode. So I didn't have to put a full link here. I just had to say, what is the slug of this file? This file is covili dot, 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 mp3. I just put that in there. And so, uh, and then I also, I think, manually had to put in the duration. Um, and so there's other, other things that you can, you can change and, and address with that. Let me go to, to Podlove and I'll go to their dashboard. Similar to PowerPress, um, there, this doesn't give me the statistics, I don't think. Well, it gives me statistics on my average length of files and how my play, how much playback time and how much, you know, how much media I have in there. But I don't think it gives me, I need to go in, I haven't gone in in a while and looked at this, so I may have some things. I've got outdated short code, so I, I totally need to go in and fix some stuff. Because they've changed some things with their plugin, and I was using an older short code. So I need to, I need to actually go in and, and fix some stuff with this. Um, but anyway, Podlove and also the Blueberry, this PowerPress, um, those are more fully featured plugins that will not only create your player, but they'll create your feed. And then depending, like with PowerPress, it'll, it can give you some statistics and stuff like that. So... If you'd like more information, I have a website called showwithmedia.com, and there's a section on that for radio shows, and I use this with teachers to talk about creating radio shows for kids, and so there's uh, different tools that you can use, some of those apps I mentioned today, um, other apps for iOS, for Android, video tutorials about podcasting, examples, these are more classroom podcasts, microphones, there's the link to the digital voice recorder that I mentioned from Sony. Um, I don't know if CDW still sells that one. They may not. Um, I think Walmart may. But it's it's around 50 bucks. So, All right. Those are all my slides. So what questions would you guys like to ask about podcasting WordPress? Yes. You mentioned earlier that uh, someone had made a music file for you that you used for everything. Right. Do you worry very much about if you were to use a, a different musical intro or whatever, like right, licensing and Oh yeah, absolutely. That's important. I mean, it's a fair use issue as far as copyright. Um, let me see if we've got. You can uh, you can Google uh, PodSafe music, and so like here, this is a little bit of an old post. Here, let's let's do a Google search tool for the last year for PodSafe music. Um, so I'm trying to think. Um, And what were the three players you used? One was uh, Podlove. Uh-huh. The, um, Blueberry and Podlove. Both of them, the, the two of them were Podlove. The Blueberry PowerPress was the second one. And then the first one was just the Podlove web player. Yeah. That doesn't do your feed and everything like that. Their full-blown version is called the Podlove Podcast Publisher. Um, let me see. I, I can find this. Because on our Story Chaser site... There's a there's a really great website where the, where this guy gives away free, um, so audio and music, Incompetech. This is great. 
So Kevin McLeod is, and there's a bunch of folks who do this, but this is royalty-free music. You can search it by genre. So if we're going to be relaxed or we want to be eerie or maybe aggressive, let's look at aggressive. So you can search by the feel of the music, and then it will, you know, let you check these audio tracks out. And as long as you give him credit, then you can you can uh, pull that into your podcast. So yes, I'm glad you asked about that. That's very important to respect intellectual property. Um, you know, even the licensing terms of your podcast. I I don't do a commercial podcast, uh, so I tell that to people up front. But that that's an important thing. Are you doing this commercially or non commercially? Um, and so, Incompetech is a is one of of several good sources for pod safe friendly audio that you can. You know, uh, it's licensed uh, in advance for you to be able to include. If you have homegrown, you know, get your six-year-old son to create something on GarageBand, not a problem. Um, but there's a lot of other things that you can do. And, and some people will amplify musicians that way. They'll say, hey, in our, you know, intro music, this this episode comes from so-and-so that you can check out here. And anyway, some people include that as just a feature of their podcast as they have different music they include. Did you see a link to your slides? I do have a link to the slides, yeah. So if you... Is it there yet? Uh-huh, yep. If you put in wfryer.me slash wppod, no www in front of wfryer, just wfryer.me slash wppod, it should bounce you to the slides. And you can also Google my name, and if you click handouts, when you Google my name... Um, I know. Okay. Let me put it back up. Okay. Um, w pod. Yeah. W P pod. So you can also just Google West for our handouts, and I have a link to presentations, and the link is there for tonight. Have I scared you to death? It can be complicated, but the good news is apps. I think apps have redefined our expectations of, of user interface and, and how things should be easier. I shouldn't have to need a graduate degree to figure out how to do many things with technology. And that's true on the pod-catching side of listening to podcasts. And then with some of those apps like Spreaker and Opinion, um, pod, opinion Tool, whatever, Opinion Pod, um, that's totally true as well because... You know, when you look at all of these steps and to a newbie say, hey, here's 500 steps, you know, it's not that many, but still, it's intimidating. So I would encourage you to think about, you know, maybe making a radio show with one of those easier, uh, simpler apps. And then, you know, if for me, I want this stuff to live on and not die with a company, you know, going away. So by having it on my own WordPress site, I'm basically renting my hosting space, right? I'm paying GoDaddy for my domain. I'm paying Site5 to monthly let my host be up. But as long as I pay my rental, then those files in Amazon S3, as long as I pay my rental fee, those are available. And companies can come and go, but my files are still going to be there. There's one other thing I didn't mention, and that's the Internet Archive. Any of us, anybody of you use the Internet Archive? Okay. Any of us can publish to the Internet Archive. Uh, they will index pages. In fact, if you have a website and you want to take a snapshot of it for a client, you can submit it uh, to the uh, their Wayback Machine. And, uh, huh, this is interesting. They're doing some changes. So the Wayback Machine. So, like, I can I can put in 
my westfriar.com site, and it'll go back and they've taken snapshots of it at these different times. So I can click, huh, what was that like in March of 2015? Or they took pictures of it in 2002. So what was it like on November 28th, 2002? Ooh, that was what my website looked like. Um, And I don't know that they grabbed all the graphics. Anyway, you can also post audio files. And so that's a way that when you've got a file, you know, it's another place that you can host audio. But the, the rights of that are going to be different. And if you're going to do something commercial, um, probably you, you want to you don't want to do it there. But anyway, you can check that out. That's free. It's a nonprofit. Any other questions? I learned a lot. Okay. Okay. Well, it's recorded. Um, I'm on Twitter, so um, feel free to. Reach out to me on Twitter and uh, you know, jump in. Do it. Do, I just put the it. link on our WordPress Facebook page. So Great. Great. So. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. Thanks, thanks everybody, for coming. And uh, you want to stick around and jump in for when you run? Go. You've already been faced by the earthquake. Uh-huh. Do we actually have an earthquake during the yeah. beach? You're street at one point, she looked at you yeah, and I was like, moving. We're just so used to it. It's like, oh, I mean, yeah, there was one earlier. Mercer's Paul Nuff said it was another 4.5. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 4.5 yeah. or 4.8 at Crescent. Crescent. Yeah. But it has nothing to do with injection while drilling, everyone. Remember, it doesn't have anything to do with that. You're listening to Fuel for Educational Change Agents, an audio podcast channel including a variety of audio recordings by and recorded by Wesley Fryer, published for educators worldwide interested in free audio-based professional development. This is a supplementary podcast channel complementing Moving at the Speed of Creativity podcast, which typically includes longer and lightly edited or unedited audio recordings. Learn more and access these podcasts on audio.speedofcreativity.org. All content on this podcast is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 3.0 United States license.